0: Welcome to episode 273 of the Overlook Hour. I am your host, Clark Little. Along with me, as always, is the man who has now made his home across the mighty Mississippi into the peach trees of Georgia. It's
1: Randy Likes. Hold on. Before we hear from him, I want to know why you don't introduce me first when I'm the de- goddamn co-host. This is what I've been doing for two 200 I episodes. <laughs> I know, but it just occurred to me now.
0: Do you want to know why? Yeah, why? Uh, here's why. Because in the original intro that we would do, it used to be just me and Randy. So I would always say, oh. join me as always is Randy Michael That's Stern. right. Then you joined on. So that's why. It's just a natural progression. That
1: wasn't the original intro, though. That's when I started uh, leaving the room. <sighs> we
0: changed. We've we had so many iterations <laughs> of the show, it's hard for me <laughs> to
1: keep track of how everything. We, we mix things up all yeah. the time. Also, I'm dying to know about Randy, but I'm also a little scared. So yep. I'm... I'm What's to there
2: to be scared of, baby?
1: Change. I hate it. Oh,
2: no, it's all good. It's all good out here. I am in Atlanta, Georgia now. Um, you may hear a sound of a train go by every <laughs> once in a while. I do live near a train track, but uh, as Clark knows, you know, there's something about a train, so it's kind of a it's kind of a nice sound. Now, Randy, you know, the the old saying is that, you
0: know, the right side, the wrong side of the track. So where might you lay?
2: You know, that is a good question. I think I'm on an okay side. I've been to both sides, though. Both sides seem chill. I don't know about that, Russell John the Fisherman.
1: Whoa, you, wait, what? Also, Hello, Go ahead, so you <laughs> end, dude. also I know
2: Clark uh, doesn't appreciate or respect the French, but we got to say R.I.P. to French New Wave icon, John Paul, Belmondo. Oh God. We okay. don't do that on We here. don't do that, <laughs> dude. I do that. You know how many cool people have
0: died that we haven't it said?
2: It's it's very much like me to uh, you know, eulogize a French New Wave icon.
1: I don't know about that. <laughs> Didn't Go- has Godard died? No. All right. Kill he him, like then ninety he something. God, how 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 old was this frog? Eighty-eight. That's, that's a good idea. That's you just a call nice him a frog. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the French hate come from? Freedom, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I don't know. I dude,
0: I just think it's funny that people <laughs> want to poo the French. I got no, I got no beef with the French. No La beef. Oh no, I got I got right there The beef is awesome. I have a French cookbook over here, dude. I'm pro-France, baby. Uh, excuse me. It's a French cookbook. There's like four <laughs> countries I want
1: to go to in Europe. France is one of those. Really? Why? Food. You going to get that uh, weird depression syndrome when people go there and they're bummed out that it's not like the art capital of the world everybody thinks it is?
2: No. I don't
0: care It's about pretty that.
2: cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you've been there? To yeah. France? Paris? Yeah.
1: Yeah. What the For a couple of oh, days. Were- with your parents? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like 10 uh, years ago, something like that. You
0: went to go see the naked ladies dance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why didn't you just go to the painted ladies? Or the, the hole you, in the wall. They're right over here. Where you can see it all. You see what I'm doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a place no.
0: in France oh. where the naked ladies dance. There's a hole in the wall where you can see it all. Hey. All right. And Oxana Valeria <laughs> de <Devo> Osachi <laughs> is also joining us all right she's laughing now but you missed her aggression earlier five minutes ago <laughs> when she asked me what movie i was talking about and i already told her and then she said oh i wasn't listening
1: yeah in an angry voice
0: have yeah.
3: yeah. clearly never heard me angry because that was not it
1: all right well good i hope you you're just never said that angry. to your partner of 37 years <laughs> <laughs> we have known each other for a very long time i realized that like the second house i ever lived in you had visited Mm-hmm. Not too long ago.
3: And yeah. His sister didn't even remember living in it.
1: No, no, that was the third house. Oh. She didn't remember. <laughs> she definitely doesn't remember that first one. Yeah, I've had a weird it's it's weird. With Randy gone, I've been feeling nostalgic because I feel like we missed it. I personally missed an opportunity. I should have hung out with them more. And uh then my sister moved out and my parents they're uh, they're children and I love them. And uh all the bad habits I have I got from them. But I helped her move out. Move out, and they've never been away from my parents in the Bay yeah. Area. Anybody listening to anywhere else in the world, it is not. There's no stigma if you live with your parents up till like 35. Here, the rent is just fucking crazy, and it's pretty normal, honestly. And she just moved out, and I was helping her move. And when we were dropping off the the U-Haul, we drove by the old house. She didn't even remember it. And I'm dude. I had my first wave of like, oh god, I'm old. And I was just you like, are old. but I was also in this moment of like, you, must you know, have went we, to that beach. Oh, no, I know. Right. <laughs> no, dude, really. I, it was a lot of like family stuff and I was helping her move and I was like driving the U-Haul for, her and I just wanted to be there. And I was like, oh God, this is one of those moments that like, you know, you're reflective and you're kind of like, I don't know, it's family stuff and. What is this sentimental recipe? I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like right uh, <laughs> I'm the sentimental one. I know, but like with Randy gone, everybody's moving lately. You're always out of the house. I have not been, look, you know I love Randy. I have not
0: been, so, like, <laughs> Randy's doing his thing. Randy's I get, No, go I'm happy there. for him. You know, that, that's the He's
1: free to move about the cabin, dude. Dude, that's <laughs> the bittersweet. Uh, what are the rest of the lyrics? Uh, symphony. symphony. There you go. You couldn't remember the title of the song? <laughs> I, I Yeah, I don't know why I pulled that trigger. Well,
0: I, you're not a Cruel Intentions fan like me. What, excuse me? Cruel Intentions. You're a fan? How many times did you watch that movie? Let me tell you something. Do you know how hard I used to jerk I it to that I movie, knew it.
1: <laughs> I knew. You're one of those ASMR people where it's not porn, but that does it more for you?
3: Is it the scene? I
1: know the it the when perfect? I see it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, what, what part was really got you off in Cruel Intentions? The brother-sister shit, dude. Oh, <laughs> You're lying. It, it it's definitely. When,
3: it's when the girls kiss.
1: No, you know what? Because I know this. All the porn connoisseurs, they're like, they look down on lesbian porn. They're like, oh, lesbian porn. What are you, a fucking loser? Where's the dick? I've heard that <laughs> so many times. Where's the beef, right? Wendy's told us that yeah, in the yeah, '80s. The beef. beef. That's what I'm here for. Okay. <laughs> what did you say, Randy? <laughs> Chief beef. Chief beef. What for? The beef. Shout out to DePretis. He was the first to run away in the war. Okay, now, back to my sentimental story. Uh, The part I was trying to get to is that I lifted, with uh, the help of her boyfriend and her friend, who are uh, very determined yet small men, this goddamn sofa bed up four flights of spiral stairs. It was a nightmare. But you know what? I'm the one who was stubborn, and I'm like, we could get it in. And they're (laughs) like, we we should try the elevator. I'm like, it's not going to work. We did. It didn't work. But, man.
0: I lived I lived in an apartment that has spiral stairs for nearly a decade. And I like spiral stairs, but the second you got to move something down those. Oh, I, yeah. It's dependent on... It can be both impossible and beneficial at the same time. Because if it's depending on the size of it, you can prop it up against the railing and kind of slide uh, up or down. But
1: there, there are some things where it's just... It doesn't work. Dude, I know what stairs you're talking about out here too in san mateo yeah dude she doesn't live far from that building your stairs were terrifying yeah hers Mm. were the kind where it's like you're in a cement prison kind of thing so there's no give you got it's either gonna fit or it won't also it's one of those things where uh you're getting the sofa and it's working except it hits a light fixture up on a wall like an ugly plastic like this is a public area light fixture and you really learn a lot about people my sister's the type that freaked out, went, oh, my God, we can't do that. We're de-, and, I, and I'm the type who went, who the fuck cares? Well, There's like, no camera in here.
3: It's like when we first moved in here, I didn't want anyone to poke any holes in the wall. Cause, I know. Like, but then I looked and I was like, there are clearly holes in our wall from yeah. the last people who lived here. All so. over. And
0: now we have animals
1: in this house. Well, all,
3: Temporarily. All, and that's because my sister's also moving.
1: <laughs> Dude, what's up? It's like people are unearthed right now. Stephen Byron. There's a lot of movement in the planet. Also, I had uh, three movements today. Oh god. <laughs> what color?
0: I'm talking a beautiful milk chocolate brown. All right. What
1: what uh Three let
0: me tell you something. Three of the best movements I've had in my recent conduction days. <laughs> beautiful, Why? Beautiful movements. Is it all the
1: water you're drinking? Wait, was that off air? I don't think we were what talking. What did I about have that? yesterday? I had taco bell last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. What are you, a contrarian yeah. now?
0: Oh, by the way, Taco Bell has this new piece of garbage. Uh, oh, it's garbage. Chicken taco sandwich. Yeah,
1: it's terrible. It's horrible.
3: We ended up with like three of them yesterday. We only ordered like I don't
1: know. What two? a lazy! It's two chicken nuggets in a tortilla. It's stupid. Oh, you know, honestly, um, somebody pointed out that it kind of seems like it's a shot at all the other places making chicken. It is, a but chicken. it's so yeah. lazy. It's so it's lazy. a joke.
0: They could do they could do so much better. Like Taco the Bell, the naked moment. chicken chalupa
1: was pretty damn good. Yeah, I you know I hate hearing about somebody that looks like you eating that. The <laughs> naked chicken, you know the thing is the naked chicken chalupa is for like a me and a Clark, and it's one of those things you get up there and you're like that looks terrible, but it's fuck it, like I'm gonna a heart attack is gonna kill me anyway.
0: Oh, man, just <laughs> nothing hits like the cheesy gordita crunch. The cheesy gordita crunch, and let me tell you something right now. Every time I've got to get the 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 crunchy taco supreme. Yeah,
1: those, those are, are my fun. favorite thing. Those are great. Back to a skinny guy like Randy eating a naked chicken. What the hell <laughs> was that thing called? The, we are talking about the white meat fried chicken wrapped. Yeah, that in was it. that was the shell, dude. That's a heart attack. I never had that, by the way. Oh, are you too proud? No, it's just I I I, I have this
0: weird thing. Was like I, You're I don't know. It just, it just it's not seemed that no. It just seemed either it was going to be too greasy or too dry. <laughs> I didn't know how they were going to walk that no, line. The problem
1: is it's fucking good. Is it? Yeah, Randy. It's good.
2: Uh, they what? They came out a couple of years ago, I think, and then they just yeah, now uh, uh, okay, came I? back again recently. I don't know if they still have them, but I definitely yeah, I went to talk about to uh, get one when they re released it.
1: Yeah, I hate you. Don't ever eat. Th- Randy, you're supposed to be like vegan or something. <laughs> you're not supposed to enjoy your food. <laughs> I know there's not much you enjoy in life, dude, but food Randy, shouldn't be one of the true. Randy can
0: house some food, dude.
1: I know. That's why I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think Randy could eat more in a sitting than I can. I, dude, you're <laughs> you're an enabler, too. Last night, you brought out three different kinds of M&Ms in like jumbo bags, and you left them out there while we were watching a movie. I'm sorry. I like to diversify my snacking. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm just saying. You're an enabler because I'm like, dude.
0: Okay. Also, I'm good. just showing that the M&M Corporation has a lot to offer.
1: Also, the crunchy ones I think were the best out of those.
0: The crispy, the Crispies yeah, are good. Yeah. Uh, I, think the almond M&Ms are the. These are the. That's the. That's the creme de la creme. I didn't
1: even try them. And the peanut butter M&Ms are also very good. Peanut butter is good. I don't know. The Crispies are very good. Now those are just peanut butter. There's no peanut in them. No, no, no. I, you know, as I got older, I appreciate the peanut. I like the almond. The almonds are. Oh man, is there oh. a nut in it? Yeah, it's a whole almond. Oh, fucking like almond. Oh no, it's wonderful. An almond is too adult of a nut. It, it, it <laughs> the almond is the parent of the nut. You know, with uh, talking about like weight and Randy being able to eat anything.
2: Yeah, I've I been, eat almonds all the time. Oh see of that's. i want to
1: hear that i want to hear you eating boring food you're like <laughs> celery and almonds that's all i eat uh, i you know what let me retract that almonds <laughs> almonds and pistachios
0: pistachios are a very grown-up nut yeah but they taste too good too pistachios are wonderful uh, there's a little bit of work required which i like and there's a sense of refinement to both of those nuts <laughs>
1: The pistachios are good also i like a sunflower seed too because i like the work oh no now you're bringing trash and you're now you're I, talking about your redneck uncle i know well no that's don't the- get me don't get me wrong i am pro sunflower yeah. seed oh you would and you would spit those shells all over the I, grew
0: up, I played baseball
1: i just i know you would see you'd be proud about it too you'd be spitting the fucking shells on the floor i'd be like what <laughs> i'm a man i'd be like you're a slob. i you don't look. spit <laughs> shells on the floor you would though like i'm at a texas
0: roadhouse all right <laughs> which is a chain restaurant you're one of the dudes that where went- you take peanuts and you throw the shells on the floor like five guys i'm sure you did that shit
1: no i'm sure you brought a date there you're like this is what you do and then you like push them no! on the floor Not- god you don't <laughs> know me at all i'll tell you i did I was like, wait, we can do that? It felt like such a naughty act.
0: If, if it's there,
1: you do it. But I'm not just going to do it. No, but it was there. That's why I knew you did it. No. I, they got rid of that shit. I They got rid of that pre-COVID, right? No. Oh, it was COVID killed it?
3: Now the, the peanuts are just in bags.
1: Well, okay. But I mean the whole like throw the shell on the floor. We don't give a shit.
3: I've never seen that edified. Really?
1: That was one of the, the draws to the original restaurant.
3: I've been to one restaurant in Modesto that does that. Oh, <laughs> I do it. yeah.
1: it's like don't worry about it; the roaches will pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Modesto! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, are you ready to kick this thing off officially? Let's do it! All right, let's bring them in. <laughs> uh, you know what? I wanted. To, I, I've been feeling bad because you know we have David Lynch here every week, and I feel like I don't give him a good intro. Uh, last week, I was going to do the, like, Price is Right thing, and I scared Clark, so I'm not going to do that again. But, um, I don't know, you want to say a little bit about David Lynch? Like, your favorite accomplishments of what? his? What? No! <laughs> Are you a Twin Peaks guy or Racerhead? Am I eulogizing the man right now? No, no, he's not dead. Okay. Uh, despite what his bit might um, lead you to believe. But yeah, you know, Mulholland Drive, uh, Inland Empire. like Dune. You got a favorite? Oh, are we going to, what? The straight story. All right, so I've been reading again, and man. I'm thinking about reading Dune because of the movie. Oh, boy, don't do that. Don't be a hack, dude. Does that make you a hack?
3: 100%. (laughs) Why? Because
1: then. 100%. You know, it's just so when we talk to Randy, he's like, well, I read the book, Randy, and uh, your opinion's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares about space spice, dude. Can somebody take a picture of Randy? He's against a white wall laying down on what looks like a fainting couch and you were like posing and he's, and he's
0: flipping us off
1: yeah yeah I was a little bit is I was trying a- to get comfy
0: for a sec
2: is that a beanbag? bag I think I have porch? a bad knee I know t- uh, this is just a, a bed
0: Oh it's a bed are you in your you're in your bedroom indeed why do not you get posters up you look like you're on the run dude
2: <laughs> that's the point dude why do you think I left
0: <laughs> so your parents your parents have been with you all week right getting you settled in
2: yeah they're in the living room right now
0: are they helping out with like your interior Wait, they're there right
2: now
1: yeah why don't you get them to say hi no that's cool <laughs> damn it all right i mean good move i totally would ask them what that tattoo on your foot said <laughs> they don't even know no they know Oh, I like how you backed off that. You're like, we're gonna track them down and ask them, and they're just, they'll know the
0: answer. <laughs> was that a, was that a big point of uh, conversation when that happened?
2: Uh, not really. No, I was 18 and I decided to get tattooed. I mean, they
0: weren't her,
1: stoked about it, but
0: what was the reaction like? They're like, "Why did you have to put a
1: penis on your foot?" <laughs> like, did your dad put his head in his hand?
2: No, I think maybe my older sister got a tattoo before I did too, so I think oh. she broke him in.
1: So then they're like, what did we do wrong? <laughs> I'll tell you, when I got my first tattoo, which is a Geodude, uh, that's a Pokemon for all you, okay, you squares I, out yeah, there. I need
0: a clarification. <laughs> I, I
1: jumped on my parents' bed, and I went, look what I did. And I turned around, because it's on my calf. And um, it, was, uh, it was a very boring reaction out of them, now that I'm thinking about it. I shouldn't even have mentioned.
2: <laughs> I was really into uh, geology when I was in
1: school. People used to call me a Geodude. Oh! Oh, God, I just love how he was sitting on that and waiting for it. (laughs) Like that fainting couch. Anyway, uh, here's the director of Fire Walk with me, uh, David Lynch. Good morning. It's September 6, 2021, and it's a Monday. Today, I was thinking about the year 1959, And the song by Phil Phillips, Sea of Love. Everyone, (laughs) have a great day. All right. Thanks for stopping by, David. Again. Songs, water, and coffee, dude. Director of uh, (laughs) Elephant Man, which uh, looks like the cousin of the lead actor uh, in the movie I'm going to talk about later. Oh, boy. So what, you got a segment today? You got a little uh, Rodney Dangerfield? No, I had to put Rodney to sleep. Again, <laughs> I went over my parents again. All right. My mom mentioned it again. She loved that bit. You're really killing it with the older demographic. I know, <laughs> I know, I know my audience Dave. All right. Well, I guess, you know, after last week, um, which was the 13th run of the TBR report, uh, I'm back. I needed a break after the last one. So here we go. Yeah, last week, man, uh, I couldn't even pronounce the name of the movie. And uh, just so everybody can remember, neither could Thomas Burke, who uh, is the titular character of the TBR report. Uh, He's the TB. He's the TB. He's the TB in the R report. I don't know. All right. Uh, This one's a little daunting. This is art house as hell this week, Randy. So I'm going to recommend it to you only. As I, Oksana, you watched the whole thing, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's get into it. How, how am I not art house, dude? I'm art shithouse,
0: baby. I get shithouse over art house. You shit need house, dark. Good flick. You need Never dark house, dude. I do need dark house. That's fair. I don't, dar- Is dark. Is this dark? No. Mm.
1: Although you might like it. I'm like a mushroom, Randy. I need darkness. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you are a fun guy. All right. And uh, <laughs> here's the email from Thomas Burke. He said, all righty, this week I promised to recommend something in English after my flop last week ended up being something that none of us could even really pronounce the name of. Today I introduce to you Evan Jacobs. If you don't know who Evan Jacobs is, look him up on Vimeo because he's made a dozen of found footage films. And for only $2 a month, one can subscribe to his channel or you can rent the films individually for a dollar piece. Thomas, why are you advertising for other people on our show? Anyway, I gave him, he can write whatever he wants. All right, back to Thomas. But today, I want to take a a drive back in time with you to the year 1998 to watch the movie titled Watching a Movie. 90 minutes of Jacob making a movie about himself attempting to watch a VHS tape of bad medicine by Harvey Miller on his television. It is. (laughs) So this movie is literally him sitting, watching a film. Um, He's constantly annoyed by his parents and friends who won't let him just watch the movie in peace. Now, I'm sure... This all sounds silly, but the fact is, watching a movie was made in 1998, and it just sort of impressed me on that front alone, because the only other thing I've seen that is remotely similar to this is a YouTube video shot a couple of years ago, where a guy falls asleep on his couch for two hours while documenting the event, and then it just sort of ends. Enjoy. (laughs) Thanks, Thomas. With love, Thomas Burke, TBRRLLCMD, and uh, not a medical doctor. What? What is that? You didn't. You didn't describe what half of these acronyms mean. LLC, I can assume, but what does the MD actually stand for? If not medical, a medical doctor. doctor, he he put in quotes, not a medical doctor. He's doing a bit. Mm, it doesn't work for me, Thomas. Talk to me before you write in jokes uh, there Thomas. Sometimes
0: he's. <laughs> Russell's made a lot of progress in the past few years, but sometimes he, he
1: goes and reverts back to his old ways. He also put, P.S., tell the gang they may not want to miss out on this one, including you, Randy. I'll even rent the movie for you all. Just quote me on Venmo. Uh, one, Randy's not going to watch your movie. He doesn't watch anything, we tell him to. <laughs> Two, don't pay for it. I told you we'll pay for it. Thomas, I love you. Get some sleep. Again, if you missed it two weeks ago when I covered that film that none of us could pronounce the title to and that had no English subtitles, uh, he admitted that he had been up for 72 hours working on editing programs and, uh, I don't know, didn't really think about it. I um, So I watched this movie called Watching a Movie. Watching a movie. Watch a movie.
0: Watch a movie.
1: Now, literally, uh, the frame of this film – here, if you need – has have we've all seen relaxer right of course okay you did all right imagine relaxer with no production and like it's trying to be direct cinema so we open up it looks like it's shot on video and we're in the corner of what i'm guessing is a living room we have a like recliner like a uh, lazy boy chair a lamp a phone with a cord and the end of a couch that's all we can see in here there's light from a um exterior wall window that is coming in and that's our light so there's really no production and we get a a skinny looking dude sits down um in the lazy chair and is looking to the left of frame and i'm assuming he's watching a movie so about seven minutes in there's really no audio other than the hum of the format and um vaguely you can vaguely hear maybe something on tv and then the phone rings and that's pretty much the movie we it's him being interrupted constantly while just trying to watch a movie and um th- the soundscape is a phone that one cord phone ringing uh one of his buddies shows up with a pager his pager goes off there are planes flying overhead kind of like dog tooth where uh It's that really unique sound that you never get in movies where you can just hear a commercial flight going over your house and a lot of interruptions. I mean, his mom comes down. uh, He has friends show up unannounced. The the pool guy knocks on his window complaining that he hasn't got a check from his parents. It's it's truly bizarre. How bizarre? It's also very minimalist and it's doing direct cinema in a true form, except uh, you can tell it's scripted. And people look a little uncomfortable on camera, but I I had never heard of um, Evan Jacobs or this film. And I looked it up a little bit and I guess, you know, it was shot over four hours and it, he just did it on a whim one summer and it kind of made an impression in the uh, art scene. And as you get in the movie, you can kind of understand why as this dude makes references to like Andy Warhol and like. He He's constantly defending what he's doing in the movie. What, is he eating Campbell's soup or something? No, actually, you know what? Here, I got a clip <laughs> get for you. It? Here's what the movie sounds like. I do get it. And, I, you know, honestly, I would make an argument <laughs> that that kind of, like, American consumerism, that is interesting art. Just once Andy Warhol did it, you know, the whole what is art thing, I Andy, don't think you can revisit that. Andy Warhol's a clown. Dude. Yeah, but I, I think that's part of Andy Warhol. I understand. Yeah. Anyway, here's um, one of the conversations when his friend comes down and starts questioning him about what the fuck he's doing. This movie isn't about me and the movie that I watch, okay? It's about me watching a movie. How are people supposed to know what movie you're watching if you don't show them? I already told them that in the beginning. Besides, why would I want to film long segments of a movie and then me watching it, okay? I mean, what kind of movie is that? What kind of movie is you filming yourself watching a movie? It's about capturing something. So, I'm capturing the movie. But that's not the point. This is my movie, and all it's supposed to be is me watching a movie. Now, um, he mentions that he, he dis- titles the movie in the beginning of his film about watching a movie. Yeah. He doesn't. So, I don't, know, I don't know if that's him lying, and like that's supposed to be like a character description or something, but also probably looking too much into it. Uh, that conversation continues. Why would you want to make a movie like that? Who'd want to see that? I would. Why did Andy Warhol film The Empire Stapleton for 24 hours? That was the kind of film he wanted to make. He was making it for himself, okay? He wasn't making it for anyone else's enjoyment. <laughs> Evan, who, who do you think is going to want to see this movie? I don't care, okay? That's not the point. It's just an idea that I had. You know, listening back to that, he's got a little bit of the Napoleon Dynamite going on. That are like, oh, want to watch him. He, now, dude, he drops... Everything from like Andy Warhol to like Linklater to like a couple French directors I never heard of, which I thought was interesting because he really does execute this film as like, I'm a bored kid who's trying to do a project for high school or something. But I think he was really trying to make like, I don't know, like a statement. I don't know. I was thinking about it. It, This isn't like, you know, um, a live stream because I mean, fuck, who knew in 1998 that there would be people making their living? Off of just like playing a game and w- having people watch them play it, which in its own is a little bit different because you interact with a video game, where in this, you don't even get to see the movie. So it's not like MST3K where he's commenting over it because he doesn't talk. He doesn't react to anything. And when I looked up the movie, it's a comedy and he doesn't laugh. He doesn't even like you wouldn't know it was a comedy unless you knew what it was. And I don't know. It's It's weird like putting the camera on him. Like if we we were out here at the, um, ATA in San Francisco, like watching art house cinema in a theater, I think what you could take away from here is how the camera can change even a passive activity, like watching a movie. And I remember being at the premiere of, um, paranormal activity and you get in there and this was at the Metreon and the whole bottom, um, the floor area in front of the screen with just camera crew. And I remember how it just changed the energy in that room. And it really, it, it almost makes you feel like you need to perform while watching a film, which is, it's weird to try and wrap your head around it. I also had that experience with the last exorcism out um, during a comic con where Eli Roth was there with the director and they literally sat down in front of the screen with a bunch of cameras aimed at the audience. And, I don't, it's a weird thing to think about Um, Ultimately what the film is though Like if you just take the film without uh, Trying to turn into a think piece or something It's really a dude Failing to Articulate what he Likes about like high art And In the process it becomes one of the Most dry comedies I've Ever watched and I think This is why you might actually enjoy it Clark It is a like, it's a little bit of a um, gauntlet because it really will test you. I I should mention that this movie about a guy watching a movie is 90 minutes long. It's supposed to be the runtime of a movie. Yeah. And there are stretch, like, even though stuff happens throughout the film, there are moments where it's like, it feels like you've run 20 minutes without anything happening. Is the camera... Moving around. I'll, uh, so around, uh, I made a note when I was watching it. At minute, f- ooh, fuck, 45, he gets into an argument with one of his friends that, you know, he shows up, and this guy's kind of on board with what he's doing. So he pans the camera to the left, kind of revealing more of the couch. And uh, our main character freaks the fuck out. And when when you've been living in this reality where you only get to see the corner of like a suburb home and the camera moves a little bit, it was shocking. It felt like uh, the biggest violation in the world. Like nothing could be more grievous than moving that camera. It was, it was an interesting reaction I had. Uh, Did you have that, Oksana?
3: Not really with that one, but then he, he gets mad and like knocks the camera over barely. And that part, I don't know. It got you made me laugh.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is played for comedy, but other than that, the moment where that dude gets mad knocks the camera over or pans it the camera doesn't move at all it it's it's bizarre i mean honestly if you've ever been to like a true art house thing like we had sam Sharkey on here like four years ago and he was talking about short films where a camera is set up to watch the gears of a clock move we're on that level just there's no bgm here there's no music to guide you it's literally pager beeps phone rings and a planes flying overhead i randy i really think i don't i don't the thing is i don't know what anybody really could get out of it so i want to recommend it to randy and you clark but i don't i don't know maybe we could have a cool conversation about it but this was an interesting pick thomas i uh i really liked it and i'm curious what else this dude has made it did look like he made a lot and we did buy the film for a dollar ninety nine so oh wow. Yeah, no yeah. Look at his IMDb. The guy's pretty prolific. Yeah, but then you get into that conversation of like, does effort equate to like art? Like, what do we? What if you make a like no effort art piece and then people pay
0: a million dollars? See now you're 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 into you're overthinking this dude. Because
1: what is effort? You understand? Well, <laughs> what is art if it doesn't provoke thought? Exactly. That's why you
0: don't think about it. You Just <laughs> do, man.
1: Oh, j- j- on that note.
0: This concludes the TBR report. This
3: concludes the TBR report.
1: I wonder how much sleep he got before recording that outro. You can't force our thing. (laughs) No, you can't. And uh, dude, honestly, this was pretty cool. I, you know, I wouldn't recommend it to like 90% of the people I know, though.
0: Ninety percent of the people you know are
1: jackballs. This is like you go, you you set up a three movie day. You're out in the town. The first one at like twelve p.m. You get coffee, and you watch this movie, and you talk about it, and then you go on to watch like I don't know, anything, a genre film, or I don't know, maybe some Marvel garbage film. Genre. Thank you. Yeah, I don't have it on this page. Oh, what the? I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not quick enough for it anyway. If If anybody's interested in being our sound guy. Randy moved across the state to get or the country to get away from us, so we got an open chair. You just need a board pusher. <laughs> yeah, a shuffleboard, dude.
0: That Randy may be playing shuffleboard very quickly over here. Uh, he hasn't told you this, but he actually moved into a retirement community. <laughs> in a first I do floor, feel
1: that old first floor apartment. Oh, no wonder your parents are still there. They're your neighbors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shuffleboard Nothing <laughs> <laughs> No Alright It's Randy's turn uh, No intro or anything It's just Shuffleboard <laughs> Intro <laughs> to what? <laughs> to Randy. Here's Randy's hot take of the week uh,
2: I don't have any hot takes I've been <laughs> chilling here Trying to move in I haven't really watched a whole lot I guess my hot take is that uh, I watched something on Disney Plus Called Cruella
1: Oh, shit. oh, that's what my. you
2: kept. All right. That's your surprise. <laughs> yeah. I'm I just surprised. wanted you guys to cringe on, on the show, not pre-show.
1: I mean, I watched a movie about a dude watching a movie. So true.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's, it, it's absurd, but, uh, Emma Stone looks like she's having fun, <laughs> uh, in the role and Craig Gillespie. Well,
1: yeah, director of like $40 million. Dude, that's the meanest. I'm sure. That's the meanest thing you could say about any form of art. Looks like they're having fun, Randy. I mean, she's you good in dude. If if you if your friends went and saw you play, and they're like, dude, it looked like you're having fun up there.
2: I would hope they would say that. I would hope cool. it didn't look like I didn't want to be there.
0: Hey, that's what Andrew WK hears every day.
1: <laughs> Randy's yeah. just like, as long as it didn't look like I vomited a minute ago. <laughs> exactly.
0: Oh, we're gonna talk about vomit later. I know.
2: Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, them. the uh, the director of I Tonya directed this, and Paul Walter Hauser's in it too. So. There's some cool, there's some cool camera stuff. There's some like actual, uh, like long shots. And then some that look like, you know, they're like kind of like digitally assisted. Um, so there's some, there's some cool filmmaking in it. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of just absurd and not that interesting of a movie. Um, (laughs) but you know, I liked it. I liked, yeah, seeing his style kind of pop up in like a, a Disney thing. It was it was kind of interesting.
0: Now, how's how's our boy Peter of H? He got a big role in this.
2: Yeah, he's like the uh, he's probably like the third lead or so. Third, he's banana.
1: good. Interesting. Yeah, I heard a pretty good um, breakdown of the I movie. I like that guy a lot. Uh, what can we fuck? get that guy on this show? We can what, get him. What podcast? Oh, the Red Scare podcast. They broke that movie down, and I thought it was pretty entertaining. You listen to Red Scare, dude? Yeah, I started today. wow oh, why? I like I like those girls. I have a feeling Tim Dillon talked about it because I know he's buddies with them. So
0: I'm buddies with everybody. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> I've thought about the red scare, day. I know, I know. I just like take. I like calling you a Tim Dillon ripoff because it it hurts you a little bit. There's it a chink in the arm. It
0: no, does. it's just it just shows your severe amount of ignorance.
1: Oxon, take a picture of
0: him. We need a side by side with Tim Dillon. <laughs>
1: We're gonna photoshop in that liquid death I know you don't have one up here but
0: I've been wearing sunglasses on this show <laughs> For
1: how long? Too long Years I'm trying to make de- I'm talking about moving and family And I'm trying to make eye contact I can't tell what's going on behind those If moving
0: out of state Is the <laughs> only way to get me out of this house I'm debating it Oh dude
1: it's fucking hot right now <laughs> I'm
2: so sick of this house Yeah Hey you Whoa. guys were talking about it Before I was even thinking about it
1: Yeah but we don't pull the trigger on anything dude <laughs> Yeah, that's what I do. I commit, baby. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you committed to
0: having a movie show with us, and you talk about Cruella for 45 <laughs> seconds. I know. Yeah, what, yeah. The,
1: what about the fashion? Was the fashion good? The fashion? I, that's, I've heard uh, the one positive thing I've heard from everybody is that it was very... Uh, the Dalmatian fashion was great. Although she didn't skin any dogs in that movie, right? Are there? Correct. Ah, boo. Are there real dogs? Are they
2: CG dogs? Uh there's a lot of CG dogs. They don't actually look that bad, but I think there's some real dogs as well. Better than the Green Knight? Uh yeah, I would say it is better than the Green Knight. That fox wasn't that
0: bad. I like Just it. when no, he
2: walked. I I liked well, the fox and the green knight, but yeah, I think the the dogs, CG dogs and Cruella might look better. There's
3: also yeah. CG fire in this like is I'm sure it is yeah her?
1: what burns Ed Burns her
2: apartment I think at one point
1: capitalism dude did she burn it down <laughs> <laughs> I wish brother <laughs> eat the rich
2: dude <laughs> but yeah I wasn't trying to uh, you know take my parents to go see Candyman or something but I'm out why here gonna go oh, to, uh, I'm gonna I'm be going to the Plaza Theater out here gonna go see Candyman gonna hit the night house gonna see Shang-Chi somewhere
1: all right how how are your adoptive parents doing Have you talked to them?
2: Uh, no, I think Christian has a show on Friday that I'm probably going to go to. Though,
1: are you going to tell him you're going to be there?
2: Oh yeah, he knows.
1: Okay, <laughs> or you're like, hi, I'm your son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shout out to Christian and Colby. You know, Seller Dwellers love them.
0: The first time I saw that Sean Chi trailer. I was like, this is not who? Shang Chi? Shang-Chi, isn't that the name of the Shang Chi? (laughs) Yeah. I
2: thought
0: it was like Shang Li. But then after the eighth time I saw that trailer, (laughs) like, you know what? This is a father-son thing.
1: You're like, it's working. Maybe.
0: Maybe. You got
1: Aquafinas in there. Oh. True. Sexina Aquafina. I like Aquafina. She's a porpoise. (laughs) What? In a that show I gave up on. <laughs> oh, yeah Bojack? I yeah, I can't ever finish them. I thought you great finished show. About that. I love Bojack. Depressing yeah. show. When, when the final season came out, I went, okay, I gotta rewatch it. Never never touch it again. Dude, I did that um I, I still never finished Halt and Catch Fire because I didn't want
0: to I didn't want to finish it. I have no idea what that is. It's a great show. I got Randy on the show and then he finished it's a, computer,
2: it's it. a uh, show about computers and nerd shit. But it's really good. In the 80s. Oh, okay. Uh, and then
0: when I got on that Mr. In-Between kick, I held off watching the final episode for like a week. But you did. And I finally watched
1: All it. All right, cool. I like it. It was
0: good. All right, Randy, anything else? Uh, I mean, how, how's Atlanta going You know, as a whole? Is it, uh, you know, how warm is it? Are you getting acclimated to the humidity?
2: Uh, it's been good. It's only been about like 80 during the days. I did go to okay. the... Uh, Atlanta Jazz Festival for a little bit yesterday in Piedmont Park. That was fun.
0: Well, now, this is an outdoor music festival of some sorts.
2: Yeah, it was free. So, just went and hung out for a little bit and got some food and walked around.
1: There were food fan vendors? Of,
2: uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of, like, contemporary vocal jazz, which is what was happening when I was there.
1: But yeah, me me either.
2: I'm more yeah, of a uh, bitch's brew type of guy, you know what I'm saying? Oh. All right, <laughs> I'm more of a witch's brood type of guy. More of a Miles Davis. Okay,
0: <laughs> more of a Miles Davis fan.
2: But yeah, that's all I got. I swear, I'll have a good movie next week. At least, all one, right, You better.
1: You bet, dude. You
2: better. I
0: don't know. Just live your life. <laughs> <laughs> you work? Are you working this week, or you got this week
2: off too? Yeah, I start tomorrow morning. Boo! How far is that commute? Uh, like thirty minutes. Sands traffic.
1: Yeah. It's reverse There's commute always,
0: though. So oh, it's a reverse commute. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is true. Because you live in the city and you're going to the to
2: the burbs. That makes sense. Hell yeah. Six flags, basically.
0: Yeah, dude. He's not far from the Six Flags over there.
2: You guys trying dude, to rip a coaster? Dude, I grew up going to that
0: Six Flags. I, I know I know Six Flags over Georgia, dude. <laughs> nice. There's some good coasters over there. The Great American Scream Machine um, is a very overly long wooden coaster. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The Georgia Cyclone. I'm a a fan of the Georgia Cyclone.
1: Hold on. Back to the uh, wooden coaster. How painful on a scale of one to ten? Okay,
0: so I will say that the the Great American Scream Machine. um, All right, there are two wooden coasters that I can think of at that amusement park. Both of those are not nearly as painful as the. a corkscrew coaster that is there called ninja oh that thing
1: puts your spine in a Bavarian pretzel baby oh oh also my dad uh one day sent me a picture of his spine it looks a little bent we all do that Back to- <laughs> <laughs> we all do that dude. dude i was more shocked that he went to a doctor
3: what do you mean he, he's,
0: he bent his spine?
1: It's just bent. I don't know what he did. Age. Uh, No, I, it actually, well, he's not that old is the thing. I mean, despite his looks and the gray hair. Uh, if you didn't know, he has his a midlife m- crisis. Oh, yeah. His motorcycle named Grace. Uh, he tried to show me an Oxana. I'm that. sorry.
0: I'm sorry. I didn't know he named his motorcycle Grace. Yeah. My After mom Grace claims. Grace Kelly?
1: Well, my, <laughs> yes. My mom claims that it's because it's going to be his fall from Grace that ends him. Damn! That's yeah, good, good job, mom. She's not happy about it. Neither are the neighbors, who hears him rev it every day. Why is he just <laughs> revving his motorcycle? Does he ride it? No. Actually, he was telling me it's like he's got to get it lowered because only his tippy toes will touch the ground oh as he straddles my it. God. I'll tell you, I you know, they got me to drink a little when I was over there. Also, you know, I hung out with my mom. I'm sorry for bringing it in here, but we watched the uh, George Romero movie Carnival. Oh really? Yeah, and we were drinking, and my dad came out was interrupting. I ended up roasting the fool for the duration of the film, all motorcycle related. It was a <laughs> lot of fun. Also, that movie's pretty. It's pretty um surreal. Yeah, it's weird. It, it almost makes an argument for like people need to take care of old people. I know, D- but that's it doesn't. Literally, it, what they say at the beginning but of the it, movie. It, it it's like in my head, I'm like, well, where's his family? Because you know what? I agree with that. And I think if you have a good family structure, it's kind of a built-in deal. Except instead, you have a dude in a completely white suit walking around with dementia at the carnival. I'm like, he needs a little bit more help than in just the bumper like, cars. Dude, the police pulled somebody over in the bumper cars? Yeah, I, it's a whole- It's a- It's It's an allegory of life. Yeah, but I, I feel like it's- conf- like that film. It's confused and it's very um biased. I don't know. Well, it's a PSA. Well, and it's George Romero. So I know I know what I'm going to do. The puzzles piece the puzzle piece is fit, Map. Yeah. I don't know. It was interesting. I forgot to tell you. I wanted to tell you I watched it. That was nice. Randy, complete complete the trilogy. All right, I'll do it. You got, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got shutter, you gotta get shuttered.
2: I have a someone's shutters shutter account, yeah.
0: That's all you need. All right. Mooch it up. All right, you're going to talk about Cronenberg? All right, I'm not going to talk about Cronenberg. Come on. What did you watch? Can you just
2: mention it? Eastern Promises. Oh, that's
0: right. You I have never me. seen Eastern Promises. I had seen A History of Violence, and then I remember- Which one has the shower fight? The shower fight is Eastern Promises. Okay, yeah. In the Turkish bath.
1: Did you enjoy the, uh, the floppy dongs?
0: I enjoyed- vigo mortensen just going for
1: crushing it, it yeah. for two hours yeah it's pretty good he's so good man i i remember like i told you yesterday when those films came out back to back i was bummed though and i'm like is cronenberg done like we're not getting any more horror yeah but these are fun yeah they're no they're good they're just not you know they're not the well, fly you know me. Or rabbit i, I or, like a cool guy movie i'll tell you the cronenberg i want is crash i want more of that like weird dark NC-17 kind of like parallel to like Clive Barker but not but but edgy yeah yeah that's what I want I don't know well I think that Cronenberg is uh has passed it passed on to his son to a degree oh I don't know man I think his first two films are pretty edgy and like they're good Well,
0: he, I think he's doing his own thing
1: yeah no for sure but there is the, you can feel the DNA in there sure yeah for, for sure like, okay I'm sorry no more Cronenberg uh i've been on a recent
0: kick dude oh god uh been watching a lot of uh pretty gnarly stuff man. okay
1: <laughs> are we talking uh motherless.com so
0: i haven't that uh, no i haven't been there in a while <laughs> i think it's cause you got banned you know the two two forks diverged <laughs> in the wood dude and i chose the one less traveled by and then i circled back and went back to the other one uh I used to do this often, and I haven't done this in like f- almost a decade. Where I go into all of our friends, our our best friends, Googs. I go to Google dot com. Okay, and I type in most disturbing films of all time. Oh no! Now that's a very nineties thing to no, do. No, no, no. I do this now because. Now's the time to do things like this because now you'll get just random list pops up of people who have no credentials whatsoever of listing what the most disturbing films of all oh, time. Oh, okay. Is. Yeah. So Buzzfeed list will pop up. Whoa. Yeah. You know what someone's number one most disturbing film of all time is? Jojo Rabbit. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was it a joke? No. No. The scene where Jojo found his mom hanging in the town square destroyed my oh, life. Spoiler,
1: dude.
0: Yeah, they hanged Scar Johansson and Jojo Rabbit. It's a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> They're singing Nazis. I'm shocked. Steven Merchant plays a Nazi. They hung Randy's girlfriend, dude. I'm over Scar Jo, Scar jo dude. Randy. She's going up against Disney. Good luck.
2: <laughs> I haven't seen her in
0: anything recently, really, but
3: I'm still All a your fan. dreams,
1: dude. <laughs> You didn't see Black Widow, dude? No, not yet. But what? Oh, he maybe he is off the bandwagon.
2: I'll see it when it uh comes to Disney Plus when it's not an extra $30. Oh
1: whoa. I,
2: yeah. Well that's well, that's what Cruella was. Is Cruella? Uh, cheap it's now? free now. Yeah. It's free oh, now on Disney
0: okay. Plus. Okay. Whatever. Good for you. You beat the system. <laughs> <laughs> uh so. Um, and, and more is to come from uh, this recent uh, Google searching that I've been doing. And there's a couple movies that I, I've just sort of, you know, I, I've, I've I've missed. And the one I want to talk about today is one that I've known about for a very long time. I remember when this film came out. I believe we got it at the video store. But I did not particularly care for the cover. It did not really grasp me in a certain way. Uh But I am so thankful that I have caught up with Inside from 2007 from France. I am not going to try and tell you the French title because I don't do that. But four months after the death of her husband, a woman on the brink of motherhood is tormented in her home by a strange woman who wants her unborn baby. Now, if you remember, over a year ago, I talked about a true crime series on Sundance TV that I don't remember the name of the, <laughs> the title. but it was this place is this place called Skinmore, Missouri. Do you remember when I talked about this? It I was do. The, the town that like had way too many murders in it, and there was a guy that tormented the town, and then they, and then someone in the town killed him, but the town covered up that murder. And then more sinister things started to happen in that very, very small town of 200 people that I think 14 people live there now. I don't know. Um, It's a very dark place, Skidmore, Missouri. But I bring that up is because there was actually another crime that happened there where a woman was brutally murdered to death when another woman um, came to her home and cut a baby out of her stomach. Um, And that is uh, the plot of this film. Um, inside where this has actually happened, uh, bitches be crazy. <laughs> you know, when you got the when you got that baby fever, no one Whew. saw a thing. No one saw a thing. That's yeah, it. Thank you, you so much. Thank you, Russ. Uh, great, great series on Sundance TV. But anyway, with Inside, essentially what's happening is that you've got this mother who is played by Allison Paradis again. Paradisimo sure. Paradise. She's preggers. Okay. <laughs> she now the movie opens up with a CG baby in the womb. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now this is a 2007 CG baby.
1: Oh man. I so love
0: it. it doesn't look too far removed from the Ally McBeal CG baby. Oh, I was thinking of like <laughs> who's who's talking now or whatever. Kind of. Yeah. And it's just you know.
3: chilling in the fluid
0: you know and then a car crash happens (laughs) Uh, who let that baby drive john travolta (laughs) (laughs) so the baby the baby lives the baby's daddy does not live so
1: we're talking babadook right now so this the mother can i spoil this movie right now I mean, dude, it was pretty popular. You'd only be spoiling it for me for and Oksana. It's 15 years old. I know. Should I I could turn my headphones on. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. So, the car crash happened. Also, yeah, fuck you. We haven't seen it. Go ahead. The second I
0: started this movie, I'm like, oh, I should watch it with you guys. And then I press play again.
1: Hold on. Now, let me ask, because maybe I did watch it the minute it came out, and I just don't remember it very well. You would remember. No, this is a holiday movie, right? christmas involved it is it is uh christmas christmas adjacent is there a shot where uh, somebody's on a couch and the camera pulls back and like it's very slow and then it reveals that somebody's been behind her the whole time or is that a different movie it's a different movie okay yeah okay well actually no i think that does happen to begin wait how do you not know because what (laughs) you're describing (laughs) is stupid (laughs) because you're on your damn phone that's no
0: this movie's in france
1: here's Clark watching a movie i'm doing research i had to do that last night we'll talk about it okay okay
0: you throw you can't just randomly throw me foreign movies okay okay. i know i have to you have to set the table all right and you threw me under the bus yesterday and i had to get out from under that
1: bus in france and eat a baguette Okay, the movie here t- you're hinting to, I'll talk about next. But I'm curious how you went on to watch this movie after. Like, did something dark open up? I in watched you? it. I
0: watched this movie today. That's what I mean. This morning,
1: you're like, yeah, that wasn't dark enough. I'm gonna follow it up with. A, dude, I've
0: just been chasing the dragon, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that cigarette smoking's really taking you down the. I switched brands. How many times I see all your collection of cigarette packs downstairs? But I'm still
0: American Spirit. All right, I went black pack they're delicious Also, lucky strike dude oh my god soft pack no, stop with the soft pack
1: <laughs> no one's gotten a soft pack since 1955 alright please if you've ever bought a soft pack of cigarettes which I know nobody in our audience does because they don't smoke they're smart people beautiful yeah. people email us and let us know and then yeah. I'll read it on air to Clark if you were an original cast member of Grease give us a call <laughs> <laughs> alright
2: soft pack
0: So let's go back to France Car crash happens Sarah is our protagonist She lives Baby's still with us Daddy's dead So now it shoots up four months later Sarah's in her house She's very pregnant The baby is late The baby should be here Baby's not here So she's setting up the plans to get the baby out of there (sighs) Night before they're supposed to have that baby Someone comes in the house, and that someone's a lady, and she wants that baby. Oh, okay. Now, the main weapon that is used in this uh, motion picture is a pair of scissors. Now, this is not just your, your random, you know, regular set of house scissors. These are heavy-duty fabric scissors, okay? Okay. The, I mean, have you ever held a pair of
1: those stainless steel Fabric scissors? I believe my mom had a pair that were branded Mom Scissors Don't Touch. I mean, they are heavy duty. Yeah. A lot of them in Cruella. (laughs) Sick callback, dude. (laughs) Randy is just like sinking into the camera in this sea of white wall behind him. Take a picture of him. I want, Randy, lay down on your fainting couch again it's <laughs> yeah, true that, that he got from France No, the other way Yeah, where you look like a
2: Victorian model Yeah, where you're like laying in on the 1890s one Oh no, I'm not gonna do the uh, Costanza pose Oh, oh my you. god You ruin everything, dude
0: <laughs> Alright, so I gotta get past the first five minutes of this movie So It's just, it's just non-stop mayhem this movie is an hour and 17 minutes long good runtime. i would say an hour of that is just madness where it is brutal carnage yeah and the end scene is brutal gut wrenching and heart it's all the wrenchings <laughs> it wrenches the gut it wrenches the heart uh beautifully executed the whole way through uh Incredible effects, uh, some wonderful blood splatter moments, uh, some wonderful uh, head explosions. Um, Randy, there there is a moment where a, a character's head uh, gets shot and half of it explodes, but I think you like it better than the brawl in Cell Block 99 head explosion, <laughs> which you were very critical of.
1: Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> Now, the director here, um, Alexandre Bastillo. Sure. Now, I remember after Inside, I remember um, seeing him again pop up in ABC's of Death 2. Yeah. But then he did Leatherface, which most people hated. Yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was worthwhile. Really? Yeah. Do I need to watch it? There's a moment where Leatherface- uh, I never heard you talk about it. Yeah, there's a moment where he like rampages through a carnival. That I'm like, this is what I wanted from like you know Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Jason takes Manhattan. Now is the same guy playing Leatherface, or they get a new guy to play? Uh, Leatherface? I think Gunnar Hansen makes an appearance. Not in Not Gunnar Hansen.
0: I'm talking about the, the the new Texas
1: Chainsaw guy, the
0: guy from the program who took over. Oh, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, Starting defense. I just I know they made a big um, point of Gunnar being in the beginning. Like there's, okay. yeah, there's kind of like a flashback thing. Again, it's another like um, Helum House, a- not a sequel, not a reboot, kind of like mashup. He's been dead though. Well, after that, feel- dude, that came out in uh, twenty seventeen. Oh, it was a while ago. Jeez. But dude, it looks like he made two features after that, and the newest one he made the Deep House. A young and modern couple g- who go to France to explore an underwater house and share their findings on social media undergoes a serious change of plans when uh, the couple enter the interior of a strange house located at the bottom of the sea and their presence awakens a spirit that haunts the house. I don- That's a clunky synopsis, but dude, I want to watch it. That sounds stupid as shit. What? <laughs> you don't want to watch vloggers go underwater? Who's to- the house I- under the sea? Hold on. So... A house underwater is haunted, and vloggers deep-sea dive to go in it? Yeah, that's whack, dude. Dude, that's... uh, No, shut up, Cruella. (laughs) 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 You you continue loading furniture in your house, like more fainting couches. If you go (laughs) looking for trouble, you'll find it. Dude, an underwater haunted house. That's enough. I want to watch that. We're going to watch it. I'll watch the trailer. What if I told you there was a pregnant lady, and her baby daddy died in a car wreck? I'm back in. Okay. And then there's CG fire in the underwater haunted house. Also, the actress from inside is um,
2: related to the star of Yoga Hosers. Okay. (laughs) I wish I could mute your
1: mic. (laughs) (laughs) What if I told you the house was flooded because of a yoga hose that wasn't turned off? What if I told you I'm (laughs) sick of you saying all the things you're going to tell me? Okay, I'll turn my own mic
0: off. Inside is great. I think you would... Uh, how could you not have fun with this? Yeah, it's, uh, it's rough, you know? No one wants to get a baby stolen from their womb.
1: I'd rather go inside an underwater haunted house. But I don't know, man. I think um, there's, a lot, there's a lot to like here. Yeah, dude, it's part of the splat pack. Like when um, early 2000s France was yeah, just firing. It was, yeah, that was
0: a whole thing. Like here, uh, high tension martyrs it's all
1: oh, it's yeah. all there cool two is all you needed i was gonna make funny if you couldn't pull them no nope.
0: cool well martyrs martyrs i think followed this one when oh god when did uh high tension come out i feel like that was like oh four
1: yeah probably oh three oh three i did not care for high tension the year okay. i graduated i didn't either and i went back and watched it again i really liked okay it. i would maybe a revisit yeah. but for whatever reason i remember uh,
0: again i was young and I saw it, and it pissed me off. Well, I, think, I don't know why. I think
1: we're kind of allergic to the twist, though. I, I Like, that movie was all, like, everybody you know what was, it oh, was the fucking Because that
0: trailer, that trailer got me. Because do you remember the song that they played in the trailer? No. Randy, do you remember? No. Is it on your phone? Was it Nick Cave? No. It was Sonic Youth oh, no. doing a cover of The Carpenters. Oh, I don't remember. Don't <laughs> you remember you told me Oh, me, okay, baby. I do remember. Nah
1: okay that's enough back and back and back. i like uh typo negative covering um uh what is it summer i can't even remember it's a scream thing summertime <laughs> no nothing that. <laughs> that do 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 I i gotta look it up fuck all
0: right russell yeah your turn to talk about a brutal movie that we
1: watched last night. Summer Breeze. I'm an idiot. I really like Stream. Shout out to Stream 5 coming out next year. We're going to be doing a three-hour, two-part episode of coverage. Uh, it's going to be great. We're all very excited well, for it. What's happening? Stream 5. I was revealing our um, two-episode coverage we're going to do of it. You know I've only seen one Scream movie? I'm shocked. I thought you would have said None.
0: I've seen, guess which Scream movie I've three. seen.
1: Four. Really? Yeah. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, it sucked. Three, I was going to be like, dude, well, of course it's not. It's franchise horror, man. And they were reinventing it for modern times. I loved four. I got Wes Craven bro. I'm going to go stream one, four, two, three, I think. Although I really like two. Maybe one, two, four, three. No, one, four, three, two. One, four, two, three. Three is bad. I'll just say that. <laughs> anyway, I um I do this thing. I love everybody who comes on the show and uh, gives us the shot of at an interview and we get to talk about their films and get to wax poetic about art. I don't. Like, I, I I that's <laughs> such a lie. It's clearly why Clark has been doing research for the cellar dwellers ever since he's uh they've been on this show. As he continues his own Cronenberg uh chapter of government. it's, a, it's a, there's a lot of cronenberg i haven't seen no i'm just saying i we love everybody and uh, you know what all these fucking intelligent people who are so much more talented than uh me and and clark incorrect oksana and randy they're gods I, I can crush you both and um they often recommend a ton of movies and i take these manic notes whenever we're talking to them i'm like i want to watch all of them and then I, I mostly end up watching none of them for some reason, we we did that thing where I own, we, me and Oxon own over 2,000 movies, and I think I've watched maybe 100 of them. And it's like, what are we going to watch? And then I look around the room, I was like, there's nothing to watch. So of course, I jump on a streaming service, and I'm like, wait, let me find some notes. And I just, for some reason, the Golden Glove, it stuck out in my head. I'm like, I think I think Maxi recommended it. And Clark's like, no, I think it was the Cellar Dwellers. And I'm like, I don't know, like, what the hell's that movie? For some reason, it, it came out, and uh, it's on Shutter streaming. So we threw it on, and I had no clue what the hell the movie was about. Uh, the poster of the movie kind of looks like a King Cobra-type character that just got out of a bare-knuckle boxing match. And I'm like, the Golden Glove? Oh, are we doing, like, a dark boxing movie? Cool, whatever. And I'm like, it. it's a... Uh, collaborative international i honestly thought it was a boxing because
0: i have seen this poster yeah uh and that's why when i saw the poster i was like oh i know this movie yeah because i thought it was about a movie about boxing because the guy looks like
1: jake LaMotta with 22 chromosomes (laughs) (laughs) he looks like a a more handsome gothic young cobra to me and that is (laughs) not good for josh saunders well i mean honestly after watching the movie i think josh is better Well, the guy who plays this guy strikingly handsome oh yeah i so i posted about it and uh another uh former guest that we love uh, david lee hess commented and he was like dude imagine watching this movie in a film fest and then meeting the lead actor he's like dude he's so kind <laughs> and I'm, I'm like i i totally get it also yeah. i told david lee hess i'm like i think you could do something along these lines that dude is a, a talented actor. Who? What's his movie? Um, well, see, the, the, what's a short film? I want to plug that fetish. fetish.
0: Okay, see, the Amazon thing is, Amazon Prime. The the talent with that guy is the cherry on top, because he's just got he's got
1: a face. Oh yeah, he's a character. He's good. So the fact that he's talented is just added yeah. benefit. Musician too. Like if you came out to a three, we used one of um supersonic uke. His band, we used one of his songs for our trailer, which is up on uh, YouTube if you want to watch it. Anyway, I, we didn't know what we were getting into. I skipped ahead one scene to see how uh, the internet was going to treat us. It looked beautiful. It was a dead shot of a pretty blonde girl looking into the camera as a uh, hand off camera reached and lit her cigarette. Then we did a uh, cut to the guy who lit it, which was the, the lead character in this movie, who I guess is a um, serial killer. Named Fritz Honka, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Honka, Honka, who was a prolific German serial killer. Now I had no idea. He just looked like a like the Elephant Man's um, half son or something. I don't know. He, um, what a striking horrific face. And again, you know, a pictures worth a, a million words. And I thought it was like, oh, this is like a romantic thing about a boxer who's brutalized and he meets a girl. Yet we uh, turn on the movie, which opens so the movie opens with they swing some punches dude now the film opens on what seems to be a camera that's not lined up correctly with the bedroom uh door the doors open and we can partially see in on a bed which appears to be a uh disheveled looking bloody girl like it's it's hard to tell she has a feminine body though and uh we have a a male figure walk in in tidy whities that are not uh, tidy or very white anymore, who straddles her and starts shoving her into a garbage bag. And it lingers there. And I believe the first thing we said in unison was, what is this a Randy movie? <laughs> 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 and then we went off on a stream of what Clark said, uh, only could only follow up with god we are pretentious as we tried to describe the color correction the framing and overall feel of the film
0: it was one of the more disgusting conversations we've ever but had but
1: it was it was earnest <laughs> we meant it you're like well this is kind of like haneke and i'm like i don't know i'm getting like um your lanthimos here and there was like oh van trier oh, Von and trier. Then i was like we shut up i know <laughs> Stop. The thing is, I hate it. We had a honestly a Terry Gilliam kind type of set where uh, it was a little bit. It was very lived in this apartment.
0: I'm going to tell you right now the at the end of the film. Yeah, again, as Russell preloaded, this is based on a true story. Yeah, so they actually show some you know real, I as it were, crime scene photos
1: that happened at, at the end. At, we're at not, the end, we're not doing uh, what our buddy likes to do with the open up with the real shit and then correct yeah yeah yeah. yeah. this is all in the credits
0: um and the set design is to the t of that apartment i don't know if they built that set there's money in this movie the the production (laughs) value is incredible but because
1: this place is disgusting now And it looks authentic. Now, I mentioned Terry Gilliam because he has like a dreamlike set design where it's kind of like reality a step too far. And then you get films like Brazil, which are like just a dreamscape. But in this movie, it's like a reality that's like too clear. It's almost like when you're at a baseball game and you're looking at the field and you look up at the big screen, you're like, why does the big screen look better than that field? And even though it's the same thing, we get that hyper realism in his apartment, which has vintage porn plastered all along his walls. All it covers the walls. Uh, then he has a little couch that looks like it's never been cleaned and covered in years of grime. And also, it's covered in uh, children's dolls that uh, look grimy, but, you know, they're porcelain and intact. He has an ashtray that's overflown with butts. He uh, has many a empty bottle thrown about his apartment. And, um,. Our first introduction is him dragging a girl in a garbage bag outside into his front room where he proceeds to take a handsaw to her throat and he stops briefly before he cuts into her gets a key out of a shoe opens up a closet swigs a bottle of vodka and then we get a different cut where we can't see the girl's head and no, no it was not vodka what what is it he he had a particular brand of of liquor what was it schnapps oh schnapps you're it right it was always schnapps. which is really the dirty you know when i was yeah. when i was younger that made it really sad i would drink like goldschlager and stuff oh and i'm like God. it was hard hitting but it kind of tastes like gross candy and there's something about the schnapps that just really made it i so i briefly talked to a christian he commented in the post and he was like wow talk about a movie that makes drinking ugly and instantly, I thought about all the times we've talked about Wake and Fright, where that movie demands you have a pint in oh, front of you. Oh, man. If, if yeah. I had a pint of beer watching The Golden Glove, I would have to pour it out, or I'd throw up. Yeah. This film is brutal. And I mean it in... in a, it's hard to describe how beautiful and well-executed this film really is, when everything on screen is revolting in the most effective way. Now, there's a moment. Um I'm I'm going to I don't know if it's really a spoiler. He starts um putting dead girls in his wall. And what he does there's a little panel that opens up and he ends up taping it closed to hide the odor and he puts up um car fresheners to try and hide the scent. It's wild. Now at one point he has to open the door back up to fit in another body. And when he breaks the seal and Oh my god. There there is this nat- the most natural reaction I've ever seen to somebody encountering the odor of a dead human. I I am not s- squeamish by any regard. I would happily watch this movie again right now. It caught me so off guard and felt so genuine. My stomach turned, and if he would have just like kind of like turned and puked, I think I would have lost it there. A wave of nausea and permeated <sighs> throughout my core. And it's an odor. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to, like, be impactful when describing an odor in a movie. And, dude, the fucking acting, it did it. And I was just, dude, my stomach churned. I was eating kettle corn at the time. I put the bag away. I, dude, like, people always talk about, like, Rob Zombie. Like, oh, that movie makes you want to take a shower. I mean, no movie's ever going to make me want to take a shower. This one, I was tempted.
3: (laughs) It made me want to take a shower. Everyone... In the movie, like he keeps saying girl. He was putting a girl in the back. It's like an older lady. Everyone looks like they haven't showered in two months. They're sweaty. They're all like drunk. It's.
1: Well, no. Guys are pissing on other guys in the stalls. <laughs> yeah. so, so the Golden Glove, it turns out, is the name of a bar that they hang out in. In like a post-World War II Germany. And it's in the red light district. 1970 Germany. Yeah. And I'll tell you, they slowly reveal that. And just the way that they kind of like let the audience in on the mise-en-scene in this film is so impactful because there is another story happening parallel that doesn't involve um, our serial killer friend and involves two kids. And one of them becomes the, um, a point of obsession with our lead as she's just like a pretty blonde girl. Yeah. And, you know, you know, their paths are going to cross at some point and She becomes his holy grail Dude it's gnarly If you follow me on Instagram I put a picture of her up Where he was fantasizing her Tied up in a uh, What I'm guessing was a walk-in Freezer full of uh, Sausage (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which again you know every now and then I flirt With these diets and I'm like I'm only gonna eat meat And I'm only gonna eat broccoli or something And I love a you know give me a turkey Please as your roommate don't only Eat broccoli I know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. You're going to be ripping all day, Dave. So, in this movie, they introduced me to jarred, uh skin-wrapped meat. These sausages that come out of, like, pickled water. What the hell was that? Oh, God. <laughs> it was foul,
0: though. Th- I This movie... Could you imagine them playing this movie in, like, a dinner theater? Oh, at, like, the Alamo. What a terrible position.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like... You know, oh man. So we were lucky enough to out here to have um, Mike Keegan intro a lot of these movies. Like, I'm guessing it would play at a Terra Tuesday. I feel like you would lean into that. They'd probably have a menu for it, like a Greek dinner or something. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> oh, <good>. yeah. And <laughs> that's a good dude. And I, I, I think if you played with it right, it would be good. But if you didn't tell your friends and you brought them over and served them spaghetti or you something, you didn't give them a heads up. Oh, people would get mad. And this is somebody, somebody yelled at me and Oksana for showing them, um, good night, mommy, mommy. dude, what if I showed him <laughs> the golden glove? Forget about it. And I, I'll tell you, I'm, I know I'm really raising the bar up here for gore hounds, but honestly, this is a movie that unearthed should have got. I feel like um, to meet that highbrow, a big movie, high gore. I know, and it would have been a it would have been a catch for them. I'm not sure who put it out. I think Warner it, Brothers. A oh, Warner Brothers yeah. did, yeah. Which what the hell is that? <laughs> I know Warner Brothers is notorious for having terrible Blu-ray releases, and they never let their IPs out of the vault. So like, you'll never get a good edition of this now in America, but you know in Europe it'll probably be put out on fucking Arrow with like a nice slipcover and five discs or something. So this film uh,
0: was not well received by the critics.
1: Yeah, because they're fucking hacks. Because man. of
0: because of, I think just because of the you know sheer amount of depravity that happens in this. Look, you- here's the thing: it walks. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, no. it's it walks a very interesting line where
1: this movie is both. Hard to watch and easy to watch at the same time. All right, hold on. Can you look up the Rotten Tomatoes score for this I and think it's for like, uh, Ted Bundy for both of them? No, go ahead. There's probably not going to be one for Ted Bundy. Well, that in its, its own would be event, a statement.
0: There may be a couple reviews, but they probably didn't aggregate, but it's probably zero because it's probably like two reviews and they're both negative. <laughs> but I think, I think this one was in like the 57 to
1: 53 range, if memory serves Let me looking at Which it. Which is garbage, right? too, because a lot of the stuff we watch... You know, people will um, punch down, as we refer to it, on indie films because there's not a lot of budget, or maybe they didn't have the best talent that's out there, yeah. but you know, the ideas work, and the film can ultimately work. In this film, every form of traditional filmmaking is at an A-plus standard. Every Everything. Oh, it's, it's, look, like I said, it's easy to watch
0: because of the barfly stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, a good portion of this movie takes place at the Golden Glove where he is, you know, trying to basically recruit his next victim, but he has built a community there uh, with all these other characters that are at this bar, and we kind of get to meet some of them um, that turned out to be... This movie is, like, it It has a very pronounced sense of humor that starts early on and, and persists, and, but it keeps... It's absurd, but it's
1: absurd early in the movie to where you—it's just an easy if you ride all the way. If you revolted today. early on, I think you would miss it though. Like if you're on board with this film, the humor comes through. But dude, if you're kind of like squeamish and looking at the floor, which is you know something my sister has done in but the it's movie not, theater,
0: but but this is not a suffocating look at a serial killer. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. No, it don't get me wrong. Like it's depraved. It's a hard watch. It's it is a hard yeah. watch. But there's humor here.
1: Yeah. I, I, and I, there's care. You gotta you gotta be uh holding hands on this walk to catch it though. I, I I really enjoyed this. Um did you were was there anything for Ted Bundy? Oh yeah. Okay, so you wanna guess? Um give us the scores and then we'll guess. My what? Uh, she there are there is a score for Daniel Farron's Ted Bundy. Okay, but you say, give us a score and we'll guess. Yeah, because she's got both of them. There, it is regist- It did aggregate on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, but I still don't understand. Oh, but you already know the score for one of them. So fifty-four is the one for,
3: mm-hmm. and seventy-nine audience score for. Okay. Golden Glove.
1: And what's the other one? I'm going to say zero. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. Don't prices right at me with one.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say. I'm going to say fourteen percent.
3: Did you look it up? No. It's 14%. Whoa! Dude. And 36% for the audience score.
0: Well, oh, damn. <laughs> At least they're in agreement. So there. How, many, how many positive reviews, though? It's like one or two? Because I can't imagine there's a ton of reviews for that one.
1: Oh, there's a few. No, is it out? Is it there's, out on VOD? There's seven, one positive. Can you read the positive one right now? Let me turn here.
3: Lin Shay is excellent in a small but extremely pivotal role as Bundy's mom.
1: All right. <laughs> Give wow. it a tomato. They were boy, they were scraping. <laughs> from,
3: uh someone in Women in Horror is their publication.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, this just in, it's Lynn Shea's daughter. All right. Now here's the now the reason I bring up uh Ted Bundy and American Boogeyman, um, is because Daniel Farren's does this like exploitive thing that we've talked about a bunch where he uses real footage and he kind of he front loads the movie with it. And last time when we went to watch that one, we had Chad Michael Murray talking about now we're not We're not celebrating him. We hate the dude. He fucking sucks. I loved playing him because I'm a great actor, but fuck him. We don't agree with what he did. Then the whole movie is literally glorifying what he did, turning him into like a slasher icon, if you will, and cutting all the fat, all the drama, everything out, just him murdering people that glorified him. The Golden Glove. That's how you make a fucking movie about a serial killer without glorifying them. You watch this movie and I God, I wanted to quit drinking. It's like, screw going on like a true crime podcast. You notice I cleaned more. my room. Uh, if, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no joke. I mean, it is foul. And there's even a moment where it, things start looking better for our lead. And you know what? I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I started pulling for him. I'm like man I hope you make it through it And he starts getting a little bit of peer pressure And you're like fuck you leave him alone He's already killed women they're in his house rotting And You know by the end of it it's just He's so foul and what happened Was so terrible And um Daniel Farrens, If you're I know we're good friends And uh I don't I don't want to give you shit About your Jessica Simpson movie Last thing Wait no you weren't going to correct me there uh,
0: yeah,
1: just, I, just. You just I gave up. Go. Okay. I go. No, I mean, here's the thing watch this movie, copy it. Uh, Fatih Akin, I think, is the name of the director. Dude, beautiful film. And again, it turned out it was the Cellar Dwellers that mentioned it, not uh, Maximiliano. Although he did say he will be watching it now. So, right.
0: yeah. Last thing I'll say about uh, Golden Glove is uh, Maggots in the Ceiling. Oh, yeah.
1: Again, I think it should be on the Alamo menu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Randy give it a go um, it's, it's an interesting film man Dude,
1: It's an easy it's, it's, okay, That's I, what I said <laughs> Easy and hard man <laughs> Well the thing is as far as like It's brutal How fucking just visceral and brutal The imagery is It's a little bit of a hard watch But as far as like a genre film It's an easy watch It flies by There's a scene where
0: um, he, So our, our, our character has a type of women he
1: likes to kill. I don't know. And these are uh, fat old horse. I don't think he likes them. I think it's just what he can get. Fingers yeah. can't be choosies. that's type. No, because I, I don't think he's aware of hey, that. Hey, the old adage:
0: you hit what you can get. That's
3: not and an old adage. <laughs> that's not a type.
0: That is a type.
3: Because all the women he actually lusts after are like young blonde girls.
0: Okay, but that doesn't. But the, it doesn't bring home the bacon, does it? So it's not his type. His type is what he can bring back to that sewer.
1: Oksana, you should know this. You settled for me. Let me turn off the mic. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, And there's a scene
0: where he executes uh, one of these poor ladies. And it was the
1: longest strangulation scene I may have ever seen in my life. I don't know. I think if you go back onto BuzzFeed, you will find top eight strangulations that went on too long. Jojo Rabbit. No, not too long. It just felt very real, which everything in this movie does. So, I don't know. She was eating the scenery. You know what felt real, too, was that bar. Now, I don't think. Real, too. I don't think you. <laughs> <laughs> I, real three on the way. I don't think you and Randy have ever really been, like, uh, part of a yokel barfly scene. No. Me and Oxana did. <laughs> what am I, Bukowski? We used to hang out at the Brisbane Inn. That was our, our regular hunting uh, ground. Is and a biker bar? I'll tell you, they nailed it. Like, Brisbane out here, if you're in the Bay Area, is a little. Um, Hidden valley of a town, and uh, nobody goes there. Nobody, there's one bus that drives it's in all there. car break ins. What <laughs> you
0: go look at the signs in Brisbane, dude? It's all like, don't have a car here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your windows will be smashed. No, no, that's not true. The, the only gang in town is a group of Juggalos. There's three of them. Uh, if you're listening, shout out to you guys. Shaggy 2 Dope was <laughs> on uh, your mom's house this week. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I did know their fan base crossed over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, like hanging out at the inn, you know, no new people come through there. So when a new person does, people are like... Who the fuck is that? And like everybody in the bar too. They all know. And you learn all the weird nicknames and yeah, they, they really nailed that. Except in the movie, all the characters are super fucking interesting too. I, I always imagine trying to write a script for like eight people in a bar, like having different characters and how they interact. I I can't wrap my head around it. Oh, are you going to talk about trying to write a screenplay? No. Okay. Idiot. Oh, you, we can reach out Randy, to our audience. No, no, no. Reach out for help. Our audience can help. No. You. Okay. You let me fly, baby. Well, if you can't get the program running, how are you gonna? Let me tell you something. Final Draft can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. But we that. have a prolific screenwriter friend. You should let him help. No, I don't want no goddamn help. I don't want no scrub.
0: Randy, are you still uh- with us?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. I'm also right. gonna become a bar fly out here now. That's what I'm that's my thing. Oh I
1: don't know. The straight edge bar? That's right. No, nah, dude. That's way over. Really. Temples, dude. <laughs> it's a good
0: drink. All right. So Randy, you gotta go eat with the folks, huh? Yeah. Right, Last let's night, let's night in go. town. All right. All right, Randy. Uh wh- where are you taking the parents to dinner?
2: I don't know. There's a lot of stuff uh, in walking distance, so We'll probably just stumble across something. I just ordered some Greek food, <laughs> salad with hero meat. Uh, I, I, you know, I went,
0: I, went, I went, uh, went peta this time. Okay, got a,
1: nice, got a nice gyro. I'm gonna get off here, and I'm gonna go eat the rest of my little Luca sandwich. Louca, little Shout out, Randy, I love you. I when your parents meet your new parents, uh, please record it. I want to hear, <laughs> I want to hear all about the paperwork and everything involved. I don't think those two worlds are going to collide, but if they do, I'll let you know.
0: All right. <laughs> All right. Fine. All right,
2: Randy, take us home. I will, uh, see you next week when I have a actual movie to talk about. Terrible. <laughs>